Hello everyone, my name's Hugh. And my name's Hannah. And welcome to Morph In, Morph Out, a Power Rangers podcast where I, a Power Ranger fan, tries to convince Power Ranger skeptic Hannah that Power Rangers is worth her time. So, this week, let's find out if you're Morph In... Or Morph Out. I did something that I'd never done before the other day in regards to Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm glad you added that on the end because I was about to list a whole bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> I went bungee jumping. I went... No. Um, I have never seen anything in regards to the original Super Sentai show. Okay. Other than some like random morphs and some random clips. So you've never watched an episode of the Japanese show that um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is based on? Like, no. You don't really know much about it. Okay. But then the other day, I decided to watch, like, the final episode. <laughs> so you went straight in at the end. Yeah. Well, you know, I already know how, like, the Super Sentai team is formed. So I kind of went, oh, I wonder how it all ends, like, <laughs> in, in the final episode. Okay. The final battle is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rita, or which Bandora, has a son. Ooh. Who died, and that was her all the whole attack against the Rangers originally, like back when they were like before they went to sleep and woke up in the future world or the present day, was because her son was killed by the T Rex. So it was like a vengeance thing. A vengeance thing. But then in this final episode, his son is back. And like... Well, back from the dead? Yeah. Is he like a zombie? No, he's just like a, a small Japanese boy. <laughs> he's a little kid? He's a kid. Oh. He's a kid. The final battle consists of him piloting a mech, what? fighting the rangers. Is he in the mech or is he he's on the, the shoulder mech. of the mech? He's in the mech. Ooh. Piloting it. Fighting the Super Sentai, the Power Rangers. Is he like a to- uh, toy man? No, just like, just just a small Japanese boy who was angry because they killed him. They they're fighting him, and then they defeat him, kill him. I assume because well, they they kill him, so they defeat the, the the mech that he's in. Yeah, he enters the palace, which is now on Earth, like on top of a skyscraper, Ooh. which was really cool. Um. He's like he like come com- comes into the H- HQ. She's like, oh my god, you're dying, and he's like, yeah, I'm dying. Dies in his uh, in her arms. Oh my god! Can I remind you, a small child, like <laughs> seven, eight years old. Christ! And then she cries, and apparently, when a witch cries, she loses her powers, and that's how they defeat her. What? And then that's dark as fuck. Then the Japanese version of Zordon seals her away again. Bum, bum. Why do you need to seal her? Her powers have gone and her kid's dead. Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, oh my bum, god. Was this, was this still a kid's show? Apparently. Christ. Apparently, like, the original Super Sentai is dark as fuck. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to add that at the end after saying all that. Apparently, it goes without saying. Apparently it was pretty dark. Apparently pretty dark. I mean... Child death. Yeah. Mental. That's insane. Um, I take it Mighty Morphin never quite, um, never quite gets that dark. No. No. Literally, Green with Evil is probably the darkest Power Rangers gets. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Well, at least Mighty Morphin. There are some future seasons that get a bit darker. The one, especially the ones that involve magic and demons and stuff. Isn't that? I mean, that's pretty much what we're dealing with now. I mean. No. They're battling an intergalactic witch. Yeah, but like, 
Remember the nasty night? Yeah, that's true. They're like but a like, summoning ritual. But for like, him. I mean, like, like when the rangers are like focused on, mainly more focused on, even more focused on magic. Okay, you mean like heavy, high fantasy? Yeah, because at the moment, in this one, it's kind of like okay, Rita's a witch, yeah, but then their zords are kind of based on animals. It's not like full on magic, like. <laughs> full on magic as in like full fat 100% magic as in if we put a, a spectrum between please make a spectrum go on so I, lo- I love a good spectrum so mystic force would be on the end uh-huh. because that's like full on magic mystic force one end yeah and then I guess right on the other end would be something like SPD emergency SPD or... emergency yep I don't know what any of these references mean but yeah sure and then <laughs> where's Mighty Morphin on Mighty these Mighty Morphin is kind of like in the middle but like slightly to magic I would say <laughs> okay so it's like the centre because they're a bit more, it's a bit more it's a, it's a fusion of sci-fi and fantasy sci-fi I, 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 I would space. never all put the, all the space stuff they fight, it's not really that spacey is it they fight in giant robots that's see I don't really think of that technology they have a lot of tech <sighs> I don't really think of it as sci-fi what, giant robots? No, not really. Is that weird? I've never really that thought weird, of yeah. Mecha as being sci-fi. I, I, I think of it as, as, as like its own genre. Yeah, but it's, it's a branch I know what you mean. of sci-fi, yeah, yeah. It? It's, it's definitely It definitely fits in there, doesn't it? Yeah. But do you know what I mean? I guess as well, because even though we have our theory that um, Mighty Morphin is set in like an, an alternate, mm. um, technologically advanced 90s, mm. it's like present day... Yeah. So, so again, it doesn't really feel that like sort of sci-fi esque to me, just because they're still using tapes. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, I left my cassette in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though they're teleporting all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the past. The past. Spit flowers, anybody? <laughs> If, since speaking of the past, in our past we watched this episode. Nice. Is that a good enough link? I think that might have to do. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. R.I.P. Uh, Bill, R.I.P. Forever in our hearts. That's me doing a little kiss. Um, <laughs> yeah, so episode 24, season 1 of Mighty Morphin. Wow. The Spit Flower. The Spit Flower. Which, by the way... Netflix couldn't make up its mind how to how to write that. So the title of the episode, there's a space between spit and flower, okay. but the subs didn't put a space in at all. That's weird. That's dumb. So they were saying it like spit flower, as in like a spit fire, as in like uh, the plane. Well, it's two Not words. Not a spit flower. You think it's two words then? Yeah. Yeah. In the in the official stuff. Two words. Officially, two words. It's an official yeah. space. Okay. Do you want to hear the Netflix synopsis? Go on, then. For the spit flower. <laughs> Rita and her evil spit flower monster set out to ruin Kimberly's design for a float in the World Peace Parade. Yep. The World Peace Parade. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I was like, that is the vaguest parade title I think I've ever heard. And then when you see the actual parade at the end, I was looking at it and I was like, nothing about this says world peace to me in any way. What is this parade meant to achieve? Is it meant to achieve anything other than just we're in favour of peace? Yeah. In case anybody thought we weren't, we're fans of peace. But what's any parade trying to achieve? Ah. What's any march or thing trying to achieve? Well, it's... Then it'd be about like inciting change, isn't yeah. it, and and being like political. So, so in a, in a world, this just seems a bit too. Big. So, so in a world where the world is being constantly attacked by a magical witch, <laughs> with aliens at her side, protesting for peace is a good thing. You know what? That's a really good point. I forget that. Yeah. The, the, the world is currently experiencing <laughs> intergalactic war. I keep forgetting that like everybody knows about Rita and the Power Rangers and. So why isn't this a parade for the Power Rangers then? Because they're the ones who are keeping the peace. That yeah. would be a good like sort of a theme, like a big like sort of 
thank you Power Rangers and then all of the instead of like floats it could be you know at the uh, Macy's Day Parade uh, yeah. where they have the giant like floating cartoon characters it could be like a giant floating ranger like each of the rangers <laughs> that'd be kind of cool wouldn't it I guess and Kimberly could be making making like a giant version of herself <laughs> my god I mean nepotism but uh, hey why not it's got to have a few perks, hasn't it? Yeah. Being a Power Ranger. Exactly. I think it's a world peace parade, though, because, like, the world's at war with a intergalactic witch. Is it just the world, or is it... I mean, is it the world, or is it just Angel Grove? Because she only ever attacks Angel Grove. Well, she only so... attacks Angel Grove because the Power Rangers are there. I know, but, like, does anybody else even know what's going on? Like, is this, like, making the news in, like... The rest of the country is this like getting like into international news or, or is this just like local news that which rita seems to be indiscriminately targeting a small town in the midwest of america again <laughs> who knows why they never go into it <laughs> yeah but you have to wonder don't you like this is a world peace parade but really it's it's just angel grove that's in need of some peace true true this is true um we start this episode in the best location. Oh, um, uh, the random woods where um, Uncle Howard talk, taught uh, Billy martial arts. No. Oh, um, the gym and juice. Oh. <laughs> My next suggestion was going to be the dumpster where a uh, pudgy pig just like ate all that junk. <laughs> we start in the gym and juice. That's my favourite location. Kim and Tommy um, enter and. Um, Ernie's leaving and tells them they can use the space for as long as they want to build Kim's float. Yeah, he also wishes them good luck as he leaves, and I don't think that there's any way that you can say good luck in the way that he does without it sounding like kind of ominous. <laughs> like he's like he's passing them and he's like, "Good luck," <laughs> and then just leaves. And I was like, Ernie knows something. Is Ernie Rita? Ernie's up to something. <laughs> Um, the parade is promoting world peace mm. um, just like the Power Rangers themselves which is why I enjoyed that Re um, Kim has won an award um, so we find out that Kim has won an award to her float design has been allowed to enter this parade which is good um, and yeah so yeah peace love tranquility <laughs> yeah she's like building like a prototype Design for the actual float. Mm. Um, what did you think of her design, by the way? Mental. <laughs> so the best way that I could think to describe it was just like a garden with just a tiger in the middle of it. No, there was an elephant there. There was an elephant there. There were other that animals. That makes it even weirder. There so were just other a bunch animals. of animals yeah. and a bunch of flowers. Like Garden of Eden style, I guess. <sighs> I, I, could they not have come up with something better? Although thinking about it, I don't really know what I'd have done. So the float is actually based on a float that was in an actual parade. Oh, no way. Yeah. Which so, parade? I can't remember. But they, they got, no, they got um, credited for it in the, in the show. So they kind of had to go with that. Wait, wait, wait. So there was like a fan contest? No. Oh. There was a real life parade that they used the footage from and use that oh I see what you're saying Kim right okay okay I'd, I'd love it if they accidentally used like footage from like a pride I don't parade know. and then like Kimberly would have been like I don't know like creating this like <laughs> float that had like loads of like drag queens and stuff on it and like men in like like leather daddies and stuff like that it means world peace <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of leather daddies, Bulk and Skull walking. <laughs> they are absolutely leather daddies. They do wear a lot of leather and like spiky like collars and like chains and stuff. I can definitely see it. And it's not helped by the fact that like as he enters, Bulk like leans sexually on the door frame. Do you notice that? No. You know when like someone like is like leaning on a door frame and they want to be like, hey, where are you going? That's exactly what he does. Um, the float is made of flowers. Real flowers. Real because, flowers. Because Kimberly is an artiste. Bulk and <laughs> Skull rock up and just start like, just make, taking the piss out of the float and naturally, Kimberly and naturally. Tommy and everything. Around. It's their natural instinct, isn't it? Just take the piss. Um, Bulk 
uh, rocks up, but um, unfortunately he's allergic to flowers. And Nasty sneezes, case of hay fever here, which I can relate to. And he sneezes his way out the door. <laughs> it gets so. So this is standard. This is a standard Balkan skull cameo appearance, right? Mm. They um, they're awkwardly sexual. <laughs> um, they merciful, mercilessly like bully the Power Rangers for no real reason, mm. and then. And then they get really gross. Like, there's a point where, like... Bulk sneezes on Skull. Bulk sneezes, like, I swear, like, directly into Skull's mouth. <laughs> and then starts, like, blowing his nose on, like, Skull's, like, neckerchief thing. Gross. And then they just leave. They just leave. Yeah. That's it. That's the... <laughs> that's the only point. Uh, we then cut to Rita. And Rita says that she might enter a float of her own. Um, hinting that she's basically going to use a monster to attack this parade. Basically, yeah. Um, they'll have no peace when I'm around. Nice. Um, Babu informs her that um, the float is made from real flowers. Mm. Um, and then he tell he tell he turns to squat, and then is basically he basically like tells him off for, for eating all their sunflower seeds, so they can't like grow any flowers of their own. <laughs> Which was really, which was really bizarre. Like I was like, why do they have so many sunflower seeds? Like, were they going to use them for like a different plan? Yeah. Were they planning like a sunflower-themed monster at one point? But like, <laughs> Squat just got the bunchies and ate loads of sunflower seeds. I don't know what the point of that conversation was. It was funny though. Oh, and then Squat's response is, but then I wouldn't have such a sunny disposition. So, so I think the only point of that conversation was just a lame joke. Gag. Standard Power Rangers writing. Gag. Um, back to the gym and juice. Tommy and Kim are hard at work. Um, they're having an awesome conversation. Oh about, God! About how the flowers that get used are going to be recycled into potpourri. I. What was this conversation? It was just pure filler. Oh yeah. Also, I, I, I'm not being funny, but like, it's pretty obvious at this point that like there's like meant to be some kind of romantic tension r romantic like subtext like going on here mm. zero chemistry going on at the moment so like we can we go back and Tommy's like hey those are cool flowers and I'm not exaggerating that's how he delivers that line and Tommy I'm, I'm <laughs> like something's happened in this particular episode where Tommy is just suddenly Someone's like told him, "Oh, you have to be like more like sensitive or something," and he's interpreted that as just I have to talk quietly and very creepily and like smile but very slightly and just kind of stare at Kimberly. It, it was. <laughs> hey, hey, those are cool flowers. There was a really nice shot of Kimberly doing this conversation, though. A nice shot of Kimberly. Just, just like she was hard at work, she was looking at some flowers, and I was like, you know what, Kim. I remember why you were such a 90s heartthrob. <laughs> um, but then Putties attack. Putties interrupt their, like, really fascinating conversation about recycling flowers into potpourri that, like, as soon as as soon as soon Kimberly says, oh, we're going to use all the flowers for potpourri, Tommy, like, nods and his eyes are just, like, glazed over and you can tell that he just wishes he never even started this conversation. Mm. But Putties are here. And that is a lot more interesting to Tommy. It is. <laughs> um, Kim and Tommy fight them off uh, valiantly. Did um, you notice that, like, at first, like, Kim doesn't even notice that the putties are there? Yeah. <laughs> I found that proof. Like, despite... So the putties, like, beam down and are all like... Bloop, 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 and Kim just, like, carries on, like, putting flowers in her design, like, dum -ti dum And Tommy, Tommy has to, like, pat her on the shoulder and be like... Kim Putties here. <laughs> oh my god, putties! We get that. We get that strange, bizarre like editing again with like the repeating of hits, but it wasn't like overused this time, which I found like okay, still use it, whatever. But it's less, so it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, but we do get some awesome scenes and stunts from uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, some cool kicks, some cool flips, some cool fight scenes with some of the putties. Uh, and then there's a bit of a fight scene, a bit of a tussle, um, and then one of the putties just like wrecks the float. 
<laughs> which really made me laugh. Like really with like malicious intent. <laughs> like did. not it doesn't get like accidentally damaged amid the skirmish. He, he goes for it like like with both hands just like starts ripping it and then smashing and fucking flips the table. <laughs> he goes mental on it, doesn't he? It's so, it was so funny, it just made me laugh. You know who else the putties go mental on? Tommy. Yeah. There's like They really rough him up. There's a bit where they they pull both he's wearing like a vest and then like a shirt over the top they pull his shirt off and his cap he was wearing like a backwards cap yeah he was and like as they pull his like shirt off I think I fixated on this a bit a little bit, yeah. Too much. They pull his, like, show off and his vest, like, goes askew. And I was literally like, they are kind of undressing him at the moment. A little bit. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, the, re- the rest of the gang show up. Better late than never. Trini's li- Trini literally says, oh no, putties. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, putties. Um, but then the putties are like, fuck it, we're out. And yeah. teleport away. Um, Mission complete. And then Kim just starts crying. Wasn't this really sad? <laughs> was Because we've never heard them... We've never heard any of the rangers like this distressed, and for some reason it really rattled me. Because she was like proper crying. She was, yeah, she was. And I was like, this isn't even the worst thing that's happened to them by far. When in the Green with Evil, in the Green with Evil um, saga, Jason was like kidnapped, locked in a like a weird dungeon, and was missing for hours, possibly like a day or two. Kimberly did not shed a single tear. But this float. But this float, this flower float, is replaceable. This is fucking tragic. And then, just to pile it on even further, so like, the rangers walk in, Kimberly's on the floor, she's crying, flowers everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> Rather than going, oh no, Kim, it's not that bad, don't worry, Zach says, oh man, they really demolished it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice, nice one, Zach. Um, the gang tried to make her feel better. Uh, by Except for Zach. by asking her out for lunch, but uh, she's too upset and she like leaves. Um, she she claims right that this float can't be rebuilt, like like it can't be replaced at all. And I, uh, but like, can she not just remember what it looked like? Like I don't believe any of this. Like it wasn't that complex. Yeah, looking. but like, but but that's but that's like a standard like reaction, isn't it? Like if you you put you put like hours almost days into a piece of work someone wrecks it like the first like instinct is to be like well fuck this is dead do you mean like it's usually like the third reaction which is like you know what no i'm gonna try and fix this do you mean that's a fair point but like the other point that like she makes is that there's absolutely no way that they can replace all the flowers Mm. which i was like I suppose, except you could just go to a florist in town and like, and and just like flowers aren't say as difficult to replace as let's just think back to the previous episode, a million bugs, (sighs) which wasn't a problem for them to be like, remember, (laughs) like Vulcan Skull threw all those like bugs around in the Itsy Bitsy Spider episode and they will, and they were like, it's fine. We'll have a picnic and we'll go out. And catch a million bugs. The picnic was the joke. Okay, but even so, they were perfectly prepared to go out bug catching. That problem is a lot bigger than just replacing a bunch of flowers. But can I just say... Go on. So, they were the ones who like lost all the bugs. It was the teacher who had the reaction that Kim is having now. Fucking hell, like, just ranting and raving, being like, what have you done? But that's understandable and, and, and then, to insects. And, and, then, and then they're the ones who are like, no, don't worry, there's another way around this. So we're so it's the same. It's, it's Kim, Kim's like the one who's blown up, and then the other guys are like, no, we can do this. It's funny, though. It's funny. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's comedy, though. But it's understandable. Um, Jason says, this reader is a real wit. <laughs> Which, again, it's well like, done, mate. this is not the worst thing that Rita has done. Well done, mate. Rita has, in the past kidnapped two small children at least mm. but this this is what makes her a real witch oh yeah <laughs> so we, uh, speaking of Rita we cut to her in her in her palace and she has demanded a monster idea um, but Boo says he's not worthy to pitch an idea maybe he learned his lesson from Shellshock I think he has um, Squaw however hasn't and he suggests Squaw cu- has a great pitch a cucumber with bad breath I want to see it which to be honest 
it probably could happen. Yeah. The, that probably could be next episode. That could fly. Um, <laughs> we could fly, teleport, laser beams. <laughs> um, Rita goes to Finster instead, and she demands a flower-themed monster that can turn flowers into dangerous spiders. Spiders? That's what, she's, that's what she asks for. A very, a very sp- sure it was spiders. That's what she asks for. A very specific request. And then Finster recommends the... Recommends. <clears throat> he recommends the Flora Expecta Rosa. Or as it's most commonly known, the Spitflower. The Spitflower. The titular character. I'm guessing the Expecta Rosa part was from, like, Expectorate. You know, that, like... I looked this up. So... You know how you do Billy talk? Yeah. I've done a bit of Finster talk. No way. Yes. So flora is obviously like the scientific word for plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so that checks out fine. <laughs> That's a big tick there. And then expecta rosa. So the word expecta comes from the Latin word for expecto, um, which means I wait. <gasps> expecto patronum exactly. from Harry Potter. Which means I wait. Okay. And then rosa is obviously a name that it comes, like the actual name that comes from the word rose. So we've got two plant things, which makes sense. But then expect that doesn't really make sense because I don't know what he, this plant is going to be waiting for or like lurking for. See, I thought it came from the word expectorate, which is like a fancy word for spitting. Could be that. And it's a spit flower. It's probably that. <laughs> you know what? Ba-dum, 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 boom. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you went through all of that research, like breaking down like each syllable, and I was like, "Expectorate means spit." <laughs> Sorry. Um, Should we talk about what? Um, so Finster makes the monster, yeah, and sends it down right away, and it's basically just this horrifying flower creature. Um, it has the ability to absorb flowers, spit them back out as little carnivorous flowers. So the petals are still there, but then. Where the middle bit is, they're just like little teeth. Like, nah, 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 nah. Finster has a lovely bit of alliteration to describe uh, the tiny little carnivorous flowers. Oh, does he? Ferociously fanged, biting blossoms. Ooh. It's nice, isn't it? Ferociously um, fanged, <laughs> biting blossoms. Basically, just imagine a flower and it just has teeth in the middle. Yeah. They're, they are legit, like, pretty horrifying. They are horrifying. <laughs> um, and they draw out the energy from anyone that they bite and so, we've seen um, monsters with like energy zapping powers before and the Power Rangers always like pretty much crumble like this, straight away this, that, that technique is pretty <laughs> effective against the Power Rangers because Power Rangers uh, they, they, they just become Rangers well, then. Power... oh that's a good point yeah without the power they're just Rangers just Rangers just Rangers it's just looking after forests but they still have like fighting skills yeah but the so, shit like... <laughs> they don't have the power don't have the power don't have the power yeah and the um the spit flower kind of reminded me of the Pokemon Carnivine. Mm. Um, it it also just generally just kind of looks like a cross between a Venus fly trap and a frog. Yeah, it has like a weird like, like throat a, sack. Yeah, and like <laughs> like a praying mantis as well. Like its claws oh, are quite yeah, praying yeah. mantisy as well. And then just like tons of vines just hanging yeah. out the back of it. It's quite it's quite a good design. It's a solid design. It's a solid design. If, if, if someone came up to me and said, you know, draw me a black <laughs> monster, wouldn't be too far from this. Draw me a spit flower. Here you go. Here you go, mate. Um, we cut to the G&J, and the gang is still tidying up. Trini says that they should take uh, Kim out for food. They're all pretty bummed out that Kim's upset, so they want to cheer her up and take her out for food. Um, Tommy says that he has a plan, and takes the bags of broken float and heads off. Before doing so, he comforts Kim. Are you okay? I'm here for you, babe. And then leaves. <laughs> he doesn't quite. He doesn't quite say it with that much like sort of magnetism. <clears throat> it's more. Are you okay? I don't His know delivery where, is creepy. I literally in this episode. don't know where you get this from. It's just a little. I feel like he's like gone too far into the gentle, softly spoken, sensitive route, and so it's just coming across a little creepy. I don't know. I don't know where you're getting this from really. <laughs> also, <clears throat> as soon as he said like um, <laughs> that he has to go, I, I, I literally groaned because I was like another fucking karate class. <laughs> Um, sake. Yeah. This guy is constantly just leaving, just exiting scenes. But we'll talk about this later. We will, we will, because Zordon calls the in. The pattern is broken 
in this one. Well, thankfully, ki- kind of. Kind of. Zoran, yeah. Zoran calls in. Jason, I need you. <laughs> um, <laughs> he actually says that, doesn't he? He says something like, "I need you." Something like that. And then, did you enjoy as well how Jason answers? Yes. So I put down. He says, "Yeah, Zordon," but it literally sounds like he says, "Yeah, Zordon," like "Yeah, Zordon." Yeah, Zordon. Yeah, and, and like that as well. It's not even like "Yes, Zordon." It's like "Yeah, Zordon." Yeah, Zordon. <laughs> um, Zordon needs him at the command center. We cut to the HQ. Zordon informs them all about the Spit Flower. Um, its powers, Rita's intent on filing the peace parade, and... Which is all... pretty redundant, considering that Finster's already gone through all that. Did you notice that? Mm. They just pretty much just repeat its powers, like, again, and I was like, they're kind of filling for time with this repeated exposition, aren't True, they? True, yeah. Um, it, it, he talks about the freaky little mouths. Um... <laughs> Watch out for their freaky little mouths. <laughs> Yeah, he says exactly like that. <laughs> um, but then Zordon, he he piles some more information up because he also warns them about how strong like it is in terms of like melee and defense. Like, so he says like, watch out for his claws and his and his skin is like hard as steel. And the fangs as well. He says something like that. So he also mentions it has a quote few weak spots, but it doesn't tell them what the weak spots well, are they, yet. They, they haven't. No, he says he says he can't find a weak spot. No, he says at this point. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, so this is like a brand new one. It's not like one that was used on I don't I know seen this before. Tarnak Eight or something. This is yeah. like fresh, fresh, freshly, fr- freshly baked, freshly picked. <laughs> nice. Um, Zach says, "Man, that's one tough bug." And I was like, "Dude, were you even listening?" Like, <laughs> of course he wasn't. You clearly, it's clearly, as if Zach ever listened. It's clearly a has, fucking flower. <laughs> no, he just has like hip hop like playing in his head, like you know, and like. You can just imagine like Zordon's like talking and the camera like pans across and you can see all the other rangers like listening in, listening intently, like sort of nodding along and, and then it, the camera goes to Zach and it like you can just hear hip hop music playing. He's just and like, he's just he's just got like a blank expression. He's just thinking of Angela. <laughs> oh Angela. Remember her? Hulu Angela, yeah. She was hot. Um It's morphin time. It's morphin time. Sans Tommy, as usual. He's just a part-time ranger. But we'll get into that later. Part-time ranger. We actually will. And that's good. We cut to the bridge. A new location. The rangers are hit hard by the flowers. Oh, the toothed flowers. And then hit by a laser attack. Holy shit. Their strength is being sapped. And the spit flower comes in for the kill. He's doing well. He's fighting, fighting the rangers. Yeah, and it's at this point I noticed that he has like crab claws. Yeah, they're like, they're like crab claws. <laughs> like pincers. They're like crab claws, but they also look like Venus flytraps. It's a, yeah, it's a, oh, I didn't think about a, that. It's a yeah. nice touch. It, it It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Um, Rita makes the monster grow. Already? The, like fucking right out of the bag. I tell you what, they are rushing through the A plot, aren't they? They love it. Um, it blasts them with a laser attack. Um, we cut the Tommy, who... I thought it was originally in his house, but he's actually in Billy's garage. Yeah, so I think that they just did like a lazy thing here where they cut to like um, like an exterior shot and I was like, oh, that's like Billy's mm. house. But then we go inside and we're like, oh, it's actually meant to be Tommy's house, but they, no. only, they only have like stock footage it's, it's, of one it's, house. No, it's still Billy's garage. So he's just gone in yeah. to Billy's I, garage. I, I think they all kind of just use Billy's garage as like a tool shed. His parents were right with that. <laughs> Don't know, but, but yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like he's the smart, geeky one, so he'll have the tools. Oh, I know. Yeah, I just yeah, <clears throat> it wasn't like explained that like no Billy's garage is just like free for any ranger use. No, it's just been done so now. So it's been done so now. So <laughs> make the assumption, I guess. Um, he's fixing Kim's float. Well, we don't know that at the. At this point, do we? Because, oh, don't we? Yeah, he keeps it like. We can assume that. We, he, he keeps it hidden, but it's pretty fucking obvious because yeah. we saw him leave yeah. the gym and juice with a sack full of flowers. He says, so, he's, he says he's got a plan. Yeah. Um, he gets a call from Zordon. It's Green Ranger time. Uh, we cut to the battle. The spit flower is going uh, to stomp on the rangers. It's it's quite an intense cut because <clears throat> we, we cut from. Um, <laughs> the garage back to the battle and it 
the rangers are on the floor mm. and the spitfire's like giant foot is literally about an inch over all of their heads like yeah. it's literally just about to squish them he's gonna fuck them up yeah and Jason does a great no <laughs> which I enjoyed but then Tommy saves the day with a, with a few blasts from his dragon dagger but that's just a one man army isn't he pew, 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 pew. Um, the spitflower sucks up more flowers yeah and not just it, its own flowers but just like any any flower around just like all all of Angel Grove's like sort of plants it's because he's big now he's big now um, he, he's got the vacuum power he does it's dragon's all time uh, Zack, Trini and Billy call their zords and they form the dragon zord battle mode um, the five rangers jump in and start piloting it I have a question here mm-hmm. so Tommy's not in no the dragon zord do, is he ever do, in do, it do, do, he doesn't have a little seat in the no. uh, control booth no he's never in it no he's always he's no. always an outside pilot mm. oh, okay um, an epic battle commences <laughs> and I enjoyed this fight I don't know about you because um, like the Spitflower and the Dragon's Old, you know, they, they exchange some blows, you know, to take some hits, knocks them away. So it's a nice back and forth between them. Um, but then uh, Zordon calls for a, a tactical retreat because the uh, Spitflower gets the upper hand, um, using his flowers to sap its power. Yeah, like we said earlier, it seems that like um, sappy power monsters. <laughs> Mm. Did, did you enjoy my description there? Sappy. Sappy power monsters just like never like Achilles heel. Yeah. I don't know why Rita just doesn't like just use it all time. Go in on this like every single time, mm. yeah. Um Zordon calls for a tactical retreat. Jason slightly kicks off. It's pretty handy, isn't it? The fact oh, yeah. that they can just zip that, in and out yeah. of battle. It's good. Like if it always feels like cheating. A little bit. Um but hey, it's, it's the Batman method. Um <laughs> It is a little bit, actually, yeah. Retreat, come up with some sort of concoction, go back in. Um, Alpha says, right, and I enjoyed this because it was so stupid. Because yeah. he reminded me that they're just fighting, like, plants. Yeah. Flower power is too much for the dragon sword. <laughs> yes, taken down by flowers. Well done, guys. Alpha starts to track the Spitflower. Um, Zordon says that the Spitflower is too powerful and that he's getting stronger by the second. Yeah, and Jason's really angry. He's, he's really good. He actually, like, like practically yells, like, that monster almost trashed the dragon sword! And I was like, yeah, he knows that he's up against flowers and he's losing. No. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. And then Kim follows on. I never thought flowers could be dangerous. <laughs> um, and I just wrote down, yeah, me neither. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, guys. Come well, on. I don't know. Like, we're of a generation that is used to seeing um, animals shoot out razor leaves and fine whips and Are solar we? and solar beams. Oh, Pokemon! Right? Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where have you been? Like, walking off to? <laughs> no, like I mean, yeah, plants are always used to fight stuff in the shit that we watch. Um, Zordon starts to perform an analysis on the Spitflower. Um, Which, we've never really seen him do that before, have we? No. Like, he's suddenly like, right, analysis. Although I suppose he normally already has, like, yeah. stats on the monsters because he's come up against them before. Yeah. We cut a Balkan skull um, <laughs> for an amazing cut. So It's a beautiful cut. They're caught up in the in the aftermath of this battle. Um, the Spitflower's flowers are, like, stuck on them, just, like, biting them and shit. Um, like leeches yeah. so it must be like legit pretty like painful yeah but, the, but the peril is masked with the beautiful comedy and Balkan Scott's <laughs> theme just playing all the way through it just then being like oh my god oh my god just like shouting at each other and they're sneezing as well the they're entire time so well. not only is their energy being sapped out but they're allergic they got hay fever as they, well. got hay, they got major hay fever um, I was kind of thinking as well that like considering these flowers are apparently powerful enough to like zap out um, Power Ranger strength like pr- pretty much instantaneously, mm. you'd think that they would kill humans like pretty much sh- straight away because oh, humans yeah. aren't as strong. I don't know, maybe Bulk is as strong as a Power Ranger. What about Skull? No, not Skull. <laughs> His skull should be dead. Mm, he should. Um, we cut back to the HQ before we see Bulk and Skull's death. Um, <laughs> so we see their embarrassing flower death. And Zordon says that the spit flower has a weak spot located on his head. Jason asks him, 
Can you hit it with your bow? It's the um, it's the like the throat yeah. sack, isn't it? Which you'd have thought, you know, you mm. could guess that. If it's like something that's like hanging off the creature, if it's like an unusual feature, that's normally like you know a red flag that it's the weak part. Mm. Jason asks him if he, she can shoot with her bow, and she's fucking ready. She's, oh yeah, she's ready for revenge against her. She throat. has motive, like super motive. It, it, it's personal, more motive than Vendetta. ever before. Um, <laughs> so much motive. The Rangers teleport back, but Zordon asks Tommy to stay back in reserve. So this is the first time we get to see a reason yeah. for Tommy not always fighting with the other Rangers. It's about time. They own so they only use their weapons for defense. <laughs> the powers lies on their side. So so basically the Green Ranger is just somewhere in between power weapons and Zords. He's the last line of defense line of should defense. the Rangers he's, fail. He's, he's another step in the escalation. So, yeah, so yeah. one of the rules of being a Power Ranger is that you don't escalate the fight unless the villains do. Hence why they don't always use Tommy because it's, he's, he's just another ace in the deck do you mean i get that yeah but then at the same time there's a part of me that's like i know it's against the rules but if you have a really powerful weapon that could like shut a monster down straight away and hear me out minimize collateral damage shouldn't you just use it straight away but then you can use the same um uh theory for stuff like the minority report no but that's like preempting yeah. something I'm like saying it's, it's if a monster's there if like Goldar has beamed down and he's like like literally smashing his way through Angel Grove mm. just Green Ranger straight away well no at that point they would send in the Megzords because if, if it's giant Goldar they send in the Megzords oh yeah I guess actually yeah but I mean like this this like um, Spitflower mm. by this point could have like killed Bulk and Skull and if they'd have just sent in like Tommy straight away it could have avoided all that could have avoided Angel Grove like being covered with like carnivorous flowers but then if they sent Tommy in with everyone and all of them had died what do they do then? if all of them had died all the rangers rangers. but they wouldn't have done because Tommy's the best as you said yeah but no but what if (laughs) Zordon's the tactician. Then I guess it would be down to Alpha. Zordon's the tactician. He's, he's, he's playing it wise. I see what you mean, yeah. And, like, you, and you always escalate the yeah. battle to the point of the villain. I see what you're saying, yeah. You want to keep uh, your ace like yeah. close to your... Is that a thing? Yeah. Keep your ace close to your chest yeah. to play that's, your cards right. The trump a, in the sleeve yeah, and the that's, ace that's a in, term, the, yes. in the hole. <laughs> um... Tommy isn't particularly happy about no, of course his he like status, is he? He like he's, he's, he genuinely like hangs his head and he's yeah. a bit like uh. These teenagers have a bloodlust now. <laughs> but Tommy's like I need to do my karate noises. Literally. Uh. Uh, back to the battle. The theme is playing. And I'm ready for some bow action. Mm. And oh boy, do I get it. <laughs> uh Kim fucks him up. Um, it's pretty much straight like instant, yeah. isn't it? In, in, <laughs> instant death. They they form the power gun. And the blast fucks him up for good. That's Dead. it. That's it. Yeah. KO'd. Yeah. Did you think it was a little disappointing how quickly no, it got wrapped up? Well, no, it, it didn't get quickly wrapped up. They, they, if if they had like rocked up, Kim shot him with a bow, power gun, then that'd be awful. But they they had the difficult fight on on the ground. They had the difficult fight in the swords. Then they found the chink in his armor and fucked him up. No, I mean, but like the final blow. Like I thought that. The final like sort of skirmish would last a little longer, but no, Power Rangers. <laughs> I, I know. I you see, def- Hannah, Power Rangers. I know to defeat you now. <laughs> Fucked up. Done. Mm. Um, cut back to the garage. Um, no, we cut back to the HQ. I'm sorry. Um, Tommy asks Alpha uh, for some help. Why? <laughs> I'll tell you why, Hugh. For comedy. For banter. For banter. Absolute banter. That is the only reason, because Alpha is useless. <laughs> we we cut back to the garage, and fucking hell, Tommy's working away, and I don't know why Alpha is there. What did he think Alpha was going to do? He doesn't know the difference between a wrench and some pliers, 
and Alpha gets his hand stuck on a fucking bottle of glue and it's hilarious. I think he just wanted a non-ranger there to help him out in case Kim was like, oh, where's Zack? Just to pass him stuff. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure that Alpha can only just about tell the difference between like a human and a tree at this point. It was was pure banter. (laughs) It was pure banter, which was capped off with fucking Tommy just going, Alpha... You're too much. You're too much, Alpha. What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? Who was writing the dialogue in this episode? It was all a little weird. Especially Tommy's lines. We'll get on to that. Okay. Um, we can- oh, yeah. Speaking of weird dialogue, mm. the, the Jason and Zack scene that came after. No, we cut to Rita. Oh, do we? She kicks off with the crew. Oh, that's right, yeah. We have to talk about this. The ceremonial kicking off with the crew. Yeah, you're right. She, she, she talked... She, Fucking shouts at Goldar, even though he wasn't in this fucking episode. <laughs> um, I feel bad. I feel really bad for Goldar. He's not even doing anything. She She's probably like, woke. Him. She. He was probably napping as he always mm. does in the corner, and she probably woke him up just so that she had more people. Oh yeah. To yell at. Um. Then we cut to the gym and juice. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And Jason and Zach are having a bit of sparring, Hannah. They are. You up for that? <laughs> Those, I'm always up for that. Those boys love their martial arts. Oh, them boys and their nip slips. Um, they're talking about the fight with with the Spitfire and how tough he was. Um, they both inform us then that um, they were able to stop the Spitfire from getting too much um, attack onto the on the parade, which it, is good. It didn't even go anywhere near the parade, no, though. No, no, they fucking stopped him. Yeah, I guess. And then Jason says, Man, we fought some ugly monsters, but that's food flower, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, but what? Like, that was not the ugliest monster you have fought, Jason. Come on now. He's not the... He wasn't the strongest, the worst, or the, or the ugliest. I think he's probably the strongest. You think he was the strongest? Yeah. Strongest so far. He, he got pretty close. But in the end, it felt like as soon as they found his weak spot, he was pretty easy. Like, yeah, they but, just blew him up straight away. Without, without that tactical retreat, they would be fucked. This is true. But I feel like... When Energy they, absorption. It was still tougher when they fought Madame Woe, the Terror Toad. Like, the battle mm. lasted longer and it felt like they really had to, like, kick it up a notch. I think those battles were more tricky than hard. I think this is <laughs> Don't those words mean the same thing? No. Like tricky is in like is a bit more like confusion. I'm I'm on about like just strong like strength. Oh, just nails as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, they start watching the parade on the little TV at the Jimmy <laughs> Juice. Yeah, so like Ernie has the parade on what I assume is like a local like yeah. station. And <laughs> Ernie, did, did you love his line? Ernie fucking <laughs> loves parades. And we know that because he says that. <laughs> I just love parades, don't you, Jason? And he has this like glint in his eye, like, and I was like, I actually believe that this man is a parade fan. <laughs> and oh my god, Billy! Billy was watching the parade through binoculars. Like, so now, like he wasn't there at the side of the parade. He was in the gym and juice, looking at the TV screen with binoculars. And at first, I thought that no one was going to point this out. It was just going to be a random thing in the corner. But Ernie, like, is like... He, like, notices and is like, um, why? And Billy says, they make me feel like I'm there. Oh, <laughs> Which is kind of adorable. Um, Kim starts kicking off, because she's like, I thought we weren't going to fucking watch it. My fucking floats on the fucking parade, guys. How right. fucking dare you fucking bitches. <laughs> She she like waltzes in and this is like someone walking into like a bar and then like demanding that um They turn off the football. Yeah. I was like, Kim, this it's not your living room. <laughs> like you don't dictate what goes on the TV. But then the gang tell her to watch, just watch it. You have to, Kim. You have to. And then her flutes in the parade. <gasps> How did that happen? What was Tommy working on all that time? And is and his alpha still accidentally glued yes. <laughs> to his hand. Did uh, you see him? Uh, under the counter and we just can't see. Billy saw him with his binoculars. <laughs> um, Tommy gets a hug. Oh, yeah. There was like a little... They did like an effect or something as they hugged. And I'm trying to remember what it was. It was he, like a hug and then like a glint like sort of sound he, effect. He, he like raises his eyebrows and there's like a ding. Who is he raising his eyebrows to? Jason, the gang. Just anyone, anyone who, anyone who's like, ah, oh, yeah. Anyone who'll care. Bulk and Skull enter with loads of bandages on them. <laughs> oh, they're covered in plasters, aren't they? Skull asks for a hug, 
Um, he doesn't just ask for a hug though. He actually says like, "Hey babe, how about a hug for me too?" Because they enter like just as uh, Tommy and Kim mm. are hugging, and um, you know I have a weird hang up about Kim and Skull. Yeah. Potentially being a perfect couple. Yeah. I do feel that they they have more chemistry than Kim does with Tommy at this point. I really <laughs> do. I genuinely do. Fair enough. He has been around longer. Um, the gang tell him to back off, and then Zach does a magic trick. <laughs> That's right, guys. Zach does a magic trick. So, what's interesting here is that he says a line. Interesting. Yeah, listen to me. He says a line that he says in the Pinoctopus episode. How did you remember that? The hand is quicker than the eye. You absolute nerd. <laughs> and he, which I'm a bit like, wait, was Zach meant to have a catchphrase? <laughs> like, maybe this was just Walter Jones angling maybe. for a catchphrase, as well as his like hip hop. Aikido and like maybe. everything else. <laughs> everything else, yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, he he says the hand is quicker quicker than the eye, and he presents a bunch of flowers. Yeah, he just like pulls the flowers out of nowhere. This triggers Balkan Skull's PTSD towards flowers, <laughs> and, and they and they just like cheese it. Which is legit, isn't it? It's legit. They were nearly killed by flowers earlier. Everyone laughs at their now new. Um, uh, Phobia, mental disability. Yeah, mental illness. And um, freeze from ending. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. That's me doing the quick version. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Poor Balkan Skull. Yeah, but they're bullies. I hope that this is. I hope that this like that this gets like kept in the Power Rangers continuity and is like an ongoing. Thing and Forever like, have a fear of flowers. So in like in like twenty episodes time, like Zach like does uh, the same like flower trick again, and they're just mm. like, no, I won't go back there, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, before we go to the final segment of your analysis and uh, morph in, morph out, take my hand and venture with me to. Behind the bell. On a magic carpet ride. On a magic carpet ride. The director, David Blythe, we've talked about him before. He's the one who likes the shitty fucking return, <laughs> re- redoing hits, slow mo, fast mo, medium mo. Expertly described there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the writer. Yeah. New to the show. Oh, uh, that explains why we have a few, like, growing pains, I think, with the dialogue. Peggy Nicole. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. N-I-K-N-I-C-O-L-L. Yeah, Nicole. Nicole, Nicole. Um, her first writing credit. Ever? Well, on IMDb, anyway. The first thing she ever wrote, ever. <laughs> the first thing, <laughs> the first writing credit. Um, she has a few more episodes of Mighty Morphin to come. Not especially looking forward to them after this one, but okay. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully I, she'll improve. I, just fucking hold on to your seat and listen to me. I'm holding on tight. She is more famous for writing for the new Adams Family cartoon. Oh. And Daria. She wrote for Daria. No way. Yeah, so you can shut up right now. I will shut up. Um, she was also story editor for the show, uh, Daria. That is. Oh, nice. Um, she also um, has written quite a few like girl-centric shows, um, like Bratz, uh, Bratz, Word, Word Girl. <laughs> And Word Girl. S- Sweet Valley High. Oh, Sweet Valley. Oh my God. Yeah, she's done some classics then. So okay, it was quite cool that she was doing like a Kim episode. That's a good point, actually. That, that's good. I don't want to. I mean, More this fe- episode wasn't badly written. More I just, female writers. <laughs> yeah. I just think that a couple of the dialogue lines were a bit weird. Maybe it was the delivery as well. No Possibly. offense to the actors. <laughs> um, the voice of the Spitflower, Mike Reynolds, not to be confused with the architect. Um, as I did for a little bit um, <laughs> he like most of the voice actors on the show has just a, a, another impre- impressive resume I, I'll try not to go into too many of them as I always fucking do but maybe just the highlights here, here are some of the highlights yes um, Nezu and Akira so you know the corrupt businessman the short guy with the moustache yeah I think I know who you mean is he the one who like tries to like run away with like a brief yeah because full of money and, yeah. yeah yeah he voices him um, Great role. <laughs> uh, minister in Ghost in the Shell. Okay. 
Um, he's in VR Troopers, he's in Mass Rider, Big Bad Billboards. Um, he's in Cowboy Bebop, one of the um, the Van, that sort of like criminal syndicate that's mm. in it. He's one of them. Um, loads more Power Rangers. Um, he's uh, Genai from Digimon, you know the old man? Yes. He's him. Um, he's Rail Spike in Transformers. Who isn't? And many, many more awesome shows, which I, I won't go into. And many more. He's in, he's in fucking everything. But then this made me think, like, why? Because I've, I've said this before in the past, like, Power Rangers seems to have like quite a lot of really good voice actors as, like, just doing grunts and groans as their monsters. And especially for this um, monster who had no lines. No lines. It was just grunts yeah. the entire time. And they were great grunts. But yeah. oh, even yeah. so, it, se- it seems like a waste of talent. Um, but it, it reminds me that Power Rangers is, is obviously created by Saban in association with Deke, um, who did the distribution for a lot of awesome Japanese shows. Ah, um, uh, right, okay. So he had access to a lot of like prime light and mm. voice acting talent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's my behind the power. I mean, I will talk about some of the um, errors that happened, like how in the tussle between Tommy and the putties, what what in one shot is shit was on in one shot scene shot is shit was off. I noticed that. I, I I just assumed he managed to just pull it back on again yeah. after the putties tried to weirdly undress him. Like when I was look, when I was looking <laughs> through lists of mistakes and stuff like that, I, I saw that and I was like, yeah, but come on. He could just pull it like you just assume that he just pulled it back you on can, again. You can yeah. you can have like a real world situation where that happens. You know? <laughs> it's not like in fucking Big Bang Theory. When literally, I think this was the point where I was like, I'm fucking done with this show. Okay, go on. The same scene. Yeah. Pe- Peggy, or whatever fucking name was, Penny. Peggy. Fucking <laughs> Penny literally couldn't decide whether she had fucking chopsticks or a spoon in this fucking scene. So, you know, that they're always eating Chinese. Yeah. Literally, in the same scene, she's sitting on the same chair, a hand just, 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 like, just disappearing like magic fork chopsticks chopsticks fork 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 chopsticks fork chopsticks fork and I'm literally like thinking to myself I'm not being fucking funny Penny but surely you can remember what cutlery you're fucking holding in this scene yes you can have a go at the props people you can have a go at the fucking behind the scenes people in this scene for like being like oh shit what's or the continuity what's, editor yeah, the, yeah all, all those people but at the end of the day you're the fucking actress holding these implements surely you could just be like um, I'm sorry I, I think I was holding chopsticks in this fucking scene you rage quit the Big Bang Theory because of that. Yes. <laughs> Not because of poor writing, shit jokes. This was the straw that broke <laughs> the camel's back. Excellent. Excellent. Disgusting. That, I think that is the nerdiest reason to quit a TV show. And you should be proud of yourself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're not here to listen to me talk about why... The fucking Big Bang Theory of shit. If you ever meet Penny, can you please like bring that up with if her? If I ever meet <laughs> Kelly Kuhu, whatever it's in it. Kelly Kuhu. Kelly Kuhu. I will literally say to her, "Fucking use your head." <laughs> then just leave. Then just walk away. <laughs> also, I loved you in Charmed. I did. I always forget she's in Charmed. She, she was, Charmed. Well, yeah, she was only in the last like two or three seasons. Love Charmed. But... Oh, Charmed. We should do a Charmed podcast. We should, because Charmed is a bit shit. Shut up. It, it, it is. <laughs> Which is why it would make an excellent podcast, because um, it's got that right like sort of mix of nostalgia, it's fun, it's, it's quite easy to watch, and it's ever so slightly just like a bit shit, but in a completely charming way. Charming. Oh, that wasn't even on purpose. It always made me laugh that one of the producers was Aaron Spelling. <laughs> that always used to make me laugh as well as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. But we're not here to listen to us even talk about Charmed. Are we not? No. Oh. We're here, Hannah, to find out if today, for Spitflower, <laughs> were you more in or more out? Oh, I have to admit, I was a little torn with this one. It's a good episode. But it's not a great episode. That's the thing. But then what does morphine mean? I think... Right. This is where I'm going to land. It's morphine. Yes. 
It's morphin. Because it was a good episode. It, it, yeah, I can't really... It's one of those ones where I can't really think of enough like reasons to morph out mm. even though it wasn't it's not particularly strong morphing like this episode was okay it, it, it was passable mm. it passed the time <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to hear my my reasons my uh yeah break it down my, yeah. i'll break it down for your boy um so what i liked about it is that one of the things i've been complaining about um since tommy's introduction is the fact that he seems to be a bit of a part-time ranger like a part-time mm. friend he's he's always like nipping off but to he, karate lessons but he was time. in this episode yes he had a full role to play at last um he was like fully involved in um this like b plot yeah with kim he was the b plot so they he yeah he was actually i mean it, it was like kim centric but it was like a tommy and kim like sort of two-hander it was good um so they built on him and Kim's relationship that was hinted at in Green with Evil. Yeah. But then, like, sort of, like, l- like left. Well, yeah. In I mean, the episodes afterwards. I mean, like, do you get back in, in? Do you get back with a kid who, like, you you literally just had to like almost kill? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then like, I, I was kind of wondering, like, how much d- does he remember of all that? I think like, he remembers all of it. You think he remembers everything like yeah, pretty cause, clearly? Because when it was dispelled, he was like, "Oh my god, guys! Like the things I did." Do you know what I mean? That's true. And he was a real dick to Kim, especially, wasn't he? Yes. He got right up in her grill, Kimberly. Up. He was giving her like proper. The world sass. doesn't revolve around you, bitch. Yeah. So I can see why it's taken them like a few episodes to sort of like um, I don't know, like get like comfortable around each other again. Hmm. Um, so the other thing I liked was that they finally like actually addressed why he gets like sort of left on the sidelines yeah, and actually yeah. gave it like a legitimate reason that made sense and I was like you know what okay fine I I buy that yeah alright he's like your star um, he's like your like in, in like sport teams he's like, overpowered isn't he in your, in your sport teams you don't have your best player playing for the entire match you 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 put them on for like. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you, you put them on to like score loads of points as quick yeah. as possible, and be like, right, fucking get off before you get hurt. Um, this was I felt like I might be wrong, but I felt like this was the first episode where the the B plot felt like more important, or was given like, or was given m- more time and importance than mm. the A plot. Like it felt like they were rushing through the monster stuff a bit, so. We were like halfway in when Rita made her monster grow, and normally yeah. that like doesn't happen until like the end. Normally that's the showstopper. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's, so it kind of felt like they were rushing through a lot of the monster stuff to get to the float and the parade sort of like subplot, mm. um, which I was okay with actually because that's the stuff that interests me more. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> to be honest, that's why I was kind of like, oh, I think Hannah will be more fin here. Hmm. Um, speaking of the monster, um, design was good. Mm. Like, um, <laughs> what you what you look for in a Power Rangers monster is synergy between like the powers and the design and the name. Like, everything has to kind of make sense and yes. like, <laughs> and this guy did. I mean, um, even though like the idea of like flowers being so powerful because they're just flowers um seemed a little like dumb at first um seeing what they actually looked like and what they could do i was like you know what these are pretty these are pretty scary they're like they're like parasites aren't they <laughs> like you kind of had this like sharknado like kind of thing where the concept is extremely dumb but seeing sharks like swirling around and flying out of the sky you're like yes if that very strange scenario did happen it would it, be terrifying it would be terrifying so okay <laughs> um like like it legit felt like um especially when we saw like Balkan skull like covered in flowers running around like screaming it looked like something out of like a b movie horror film mm. you know what i mean like oh attack of the killer bees or something like that um i did think that like like when they like finally defeated him it was a little anticlimactic because it was just power bow in the mouth sack oh he's down and that's it 
Um, but that's like nitpicking really. Um, my only other point was that like I just felt like the monster name was a bit. It was a bit shit. It was it? a bit rubbish. Like just the spit flower. Like yeah. considering like how creepy the f- his little like um, mm. flower like um, the like uh, ferocious like blossoms yeah. looked. I I felt like they could have like given it like a Venus flytrap like sort of inspired name. Yeah, maybe something fused with like the word parasite or something. Maybe, or even just like ferocious flower or something like that rather than just spit flower. What does he do? He spits flowers. <laughs> cool, that'll do. That's my impression of um, Peggy, what's her name, who wrote the episode. Okay. <laughs> spit flower will do. I'm off to write Daria now. <laughs> so yeah. Excellent. Those are my final thoughts. Thank you, Hannah. My closing statement. I am glad that you're morphing. Uh, power- I'm sure you are. My morphin's taken a few hits from you. Uh, <laughs> past two episodes being more fouls. Taken a few uh, power arrows. Yeah, fucking hell. From me, from the power bomb. Um, but you know, it's it's back on track. You know, it's back on track. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. No episode next week, I'm afraid. Uh, Hannah is on holiday, so we we, we will be dis dispersed we will be apart so we cannot join like the rangers themselves to do the podcast um like um tommy he will be stuck behind in the hq i'll be yeah i've been <laughs> sidelined um because i'm just too powerful you're really. just way too powerful mate like so powerful you can um practice your um my angry your dragon flute yeah my, I'll, I'll practice, I'll practice <laughs> my dragon my dragon flute and i'll i'll practice my aggressive katana routines <laughs> in in the garden um yeah whilst you're off in lovely paris um but people can still people you can still keep in touch you know you can still f- find out what's going on. Yeah, um, at Morphin Morph Out on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. We've got our uh, visual companion posts on morphinmorphout.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can send us an email to morphinmorphout yeah. at outlook.com. Just like say hi. Send us some stuff. Send us, <laughs> send us some fan art. You can rate and review us on iTunes. There are so many ways, guys, that you can reach us. You can send us a letter if you want. We are Hugh and Hannah, and and that's it. The postman will just know. The postman will know. Just right? say Morphin. Just say the Rangers HQ, Hugh and Hannah. Yeah, they will know. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So keep in touch, guys. We're off next week, but we will be back the following week with the next episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I thank you a good night. Bye. Woke up one morning half asleep with all my blankets in a heap and yellow roses scattered all around. The time was still approaching for I couldn't stand it anymore. So merry goes upon my